Welcome to the Principal Purpose Podcast, where Principal and Certified Life Coach Lynn Harden teaches you how to leave work at work and in between get more done with energy using her proven formula after leading three award-winning schools. And now, here's your host, Lynn Harden. morning and happy July 9th. We are five days after the fourth. Summer is here. I hope you're enjoying yourself. I hope that you are taking time to rest and recuperate and recreate. I hope you're doing all those fun things, taking those trips, getting those doctor's appointments, and maybe getting caught up with the laundry. I know that's what I enjoyed the most about summer and just the weather. However, opening school is around the corner. And so I want to talk about some of the challenges, obstacles, situations that I used to face, even when I went back two to three weeks before my teachers or staff to open up the school. I'd be working in my office preparing for the opening you know, all the things of ordering, class formation, preparing for the opening staff meeting, reviewing guidelines, and just setting goals and being aligned with my envision, all that good stuff. However, something that used to happen, and I would be working and right in, I'd be on a roll, and I swear I would just be having the most genius ideas or just working hard and trying to get the work done so that I could go home and be with my family. And I would have a teacher pop in or I would have a teacher drop in. God bless them. Nobody's ever misbehaving in my book. However, it was always the most inconvenient times. And I would put aside my needs and show up for them. And I don't know that that always works. I think that it is an irritation for more than one principal. And so I want to give you some solutions for what happens when a teacher drops into your office at the most inconvenient times. The first thing is using respectful communication. Of course, you want to maintain a professional and respectful tone while addressing the situation. Not like, what? What do you want? Or a sigh, roll your eyes. Okay. Let the teacher know that you value their concerns, but you can also explain that the timing is not suitable at the moment. You could also set up an appointment system. This is, wasn't my style, but it was my superintendent's style when she was a principal, and it worked really well for her, so I don't want to dismiss it. But you can encourage teachers to schedule appointments in advance to discuss their concerns or issues. Like if it's, not just, hey, how are you? How was your summer? I'm going to get to my classroom and start setting up. But it was re it's really more of a conversation about concerns and issues. You can implement an appointment system that allows for more organized and efficient communication between teachers and the principal. You can also have office hours. Establish designated hours where teachers can visit and discuss their concerns. They know that every Wednesday at from one to two, you are available for non-emergency concerns and issues. This helps create a structured time frame for discussions, and it ensures that important matters are addressed 
without disrupting other responsibilities that they may have and that you may have. Also, there is administrative support. Your administrative staff member or secretary is also there to handle inquiries and manage appointment scheduling. They can screen visitors and determine the urgency of the request, allowing the principal you to focus on their task while ensuring that important matters are appropriately addressed. There's also an open door policy. I think it's critical to emphasize with your words and your actions and your heart, the importance of an open door policy. But there also need to be boundaries and clarify that it is essential to respect each other's time and schedules. Encourage teachers to reach out during designated times or through prearranged appointments and assure them that their concerns will be addressed promptly. Set up some communication channels. Provide alternative communication channels such as email or online platforms where teachers can share their concerns or seek guidance. I, this is not for everyone, every one of my staff had my cell phone number so they could text me. And that was my style and I had no problem. I wanted to know. I would rather know the problem that evening rather than find out the next morning. That may not be for everyone, but it's something that I did. And this allows for communication, giving the principal an opportunity to respond when it is convenient for both parties. That's what I love and hate about texting. Back in the day, it used to be you would call somebody. And this was pre-answering machines. Back in the day, you could call someone and they would pick up and you would have instant connection, instant resolution of problems. Then in well, maybe the 80s, answering machines came in. So at least you knew that your, you would be heard. You would leave your message on the answering machine and invariably somebody said, I will get back to you in immediately or when I can, and you believed them. And sometimes that happened and sometimes it didn't. Then we got cell phones and you could call someone on their cell phone, but they could screen who it is and they would go to voicemail. But at least you could leave a voicemail of your concerns or issues. And what's nice about leaving your concerns or issues somewhere, whether it's in an email, whether it's in a voicemail, or if it was in the 80s on an answering machine, it's out of your head. And that helps decrease the worry. Now today, I'm told that not everyone likes to talk on the phone anymore. I know that my children's generation, it's not their favorite. However, my kids do pick up the phone when they call because they know I'm old school. However, the thing about texting is that you can get back to them when it is good for you. You may be right in the middle of a really creative flow of setting up for the new school year and you can look at that text and when you have the space and capacity to problem solve, you can get back to them. So setting up communication channels that work for you is awesome, though I think you'll be hard pressed to find an answering machine. All right, regular check-ins. Oh my gosh, this one is the best. Getting in front of concerns or issues. We can't, we can't predict all of them, but if you schedule regular check-in meetings with teachers where you provide an opportunity for structured and focused discussions, this helps your teachers to address their concerns or share updates within a designated time and frame and minimizing the need for improvement 
impromptu visits. I would do this, of course you have staff meetings with the whole staff, and I don't think that that's the best place to take concerns and issues because it may not be everyone's concerns and issues. However, I would do grade level meetings and special ed meet, or department meetings, special ed, and then ancillary staff like psychologist and speech path. And then I would do noon duty, and then I would do our assistants. Not every week, not every day. Put it on your calendar when it works for you. But I think regular check-ins really do help minimize those drop-in, I'm on fire, my hair is on fire, I need help right away. Okay, I mentioned staff meetings. So during staff meetings or professional development sessions, you can utilize set-aside time for common concerns, not individual or grade level concerns, because uppers may be different than primary. And if you're high school, it may be different in the English than it is in the math department. But you can address common concerns and then share and share important information. However, I'll give a caveat. During staff meetings, I would share common information if I knew it might be a concern or there were questions. Otherwise, news, weather, and sports was sent via an email. Anyway, having these staff meetings or during professional development sessions, this helps reduce the need for those individual meetings and also provides a platform form for open dialogue among the teaching staff. It is good for groups to hear what others' opinions or concerns have to say, even within a common issue. Remember, it is crucial to balance the need for accessibility and support with you and your responsibilities. And I know by implementing these strategies, you can effectively manage the timing of when teachers drop in. So let's talk about why. Let's talk about why are some of the common reasons that teachers may drop into your office at inconvenient times. There are various reasons. One is urgent. They may have a pressing or time-sensitive concern that they believe requires immediate attention. They may feel that the matter cannot wait for a scheduled meeting or that it is of utmost importance to address it now. The second reason is emotional support. Teachers may seek emotional support or guidance from you during challenging situations. They may feel the need to discuss personal or professional difficulties that, a, that they are experiencing and seek reassurance or advice. The third reason is administrative matters. They may visit your office to discuss administrative matters such as scheduling conflicts, resource needs, or logistical issues that they perceive as requiring immediate attention or indeed resolution. This especially happens in school, at the beginning of school, middle of school, and the end of school. The fourth reason is they may have spontaneous ideas or insights, which are awesome, and that are related to curriculum, instruction, or school improvement, and we certainly want to hear them, and they want to share them with the principal, you, while the ideas are fresh in their minds. The fifth reason is just unscheduled meetings. They may drop by the principal's office with the intention of requesting an unscheduled meeting to discuss a particular issue or seek guidance. They just may prefer that face-to-face -face interaction. I know that I do. And, but that's not everyone. There's a time and a place for face-to-face, -face, and then there's a time and a place for email. I think post-COVID, 
more and more of us are wanting and desiring that face-to-face and finding it so valuable. So they may feel that discussing the matter in person will just be more effective. I also want to talk about another type of unscheduled meeting. And I hope that this is not happening at your site or very common. Rarely, but sometimes, there are teachers who have an ulterior motive. They may come into your office with the hope of kind of snooping or spying about what's on your desk or what you are doing. There's just a whole lot of reasons. It could be that they are too frightened to ask up front and just be direct. It could be that they want to be the first to go back and tell the staff or they may not respect or trust you yet. And so they're being a little on the sneaky side. Now, the next reason is a lack of awareness. They may not, teachers may not be fully aware of your schedule or the appropriate channels for addressing their concerns. They may drop in at inconvenient times simply because they're just unaware of the alternative communication methods or your availability. I believe that no one is ever misbehaving. They are just not aware or haven't been taught or haven't been reinforced what it is that you need from them. So it's really important, principals, to understand the reasons behind your teacher's visits and consider these factors when you set up strategies and you set up solutions to manage these situations. If you address these underlying needs first and provide appropriate channels for communication and support, your life will be so much easier. And also, you'll be able to minimize the occurrence of that inconvenient pop-in, that inconvenient drop-in, while still maintaining a productive, supportive working environment and a positive school culture. I hope that this was helpful. Thank you for joining us today on the Principal Purpose Podcast. Until next time, keep living on purpose. I have a special opportunity for you. On my website, I have a a free gift. It's about work-life balance. Right on the front page. And I really think that it will support you in your summer break, but also in your upcoming school year, being able to balance having a life. Go to www.lynnharden.com and it's right there and enjoy it. And also, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with other principals, leave a review, and as always, be happy, be healthy, be well. Until next time.